Welcome to The Planet Business, the world's fastest growing digital business building podcast for everyone. Whether you're a first-time entrepreneur or a seasoned biz building veteran, we're here to provide a space where anyone and everyone can succeed. No matter what level you're at, you're about to discover easy-to-implement, simple methods that anyone, any gender, any race, any creed or color can use right now to create the business and life you want. Welcome to Planet Business, the bullshit-free zone. Hey, welcome to the Planet Business Podcast. We are excited you've tuned in to episode zero. We're going to let you know in this episode who we are, why we started this podcast, and what you can expect to get when you tune in. So first, let me introduce my co-host, Mars of the Launchman. Hey, everybody. I'm sitting here with the lovely Michelle Schaefer. Am I, is it okay to say lovely, or is, no. that, is that Me Too-ish? That's Me Too-ish. All right. Okay, so she's just okay looking, I guess, then. <laughs> You get three strikes and then you're out. <laughs> so for everybody listening, that's strike one. We have two strikes to go throughout this podcast. All right. I think I can manage that. <laughs> well, let's talk about what inspired us to start Planet Business and to start this podcast because we've both been in the internet marketing space for quite a while. You've been in the space a little or a lot longer than I have. I don't think so. You've been in it longer than me, but I... Uh... I was in advertising before, so it's kind of related, but you've been in it since, I mean, like for probably five or six years longer than me, actually, if you if you count the amount of time in, because you were already up and going. You met me in my second year. Okay, so I've been in internet marketing longer, but you've been in marketing longer. I, that's probably accurate. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, so you guys know a little bit about us. Mars, do you want to share your background in marketing, sales, business, all that good stuff? How far back should I go? Should I just go back into internet marketing? Or just the I... part that they'll be curious about. All right. So my original sort of trade that I trained for was to be a portrait artist, actually. I wanted to paint oil portraits of people, and I did that for years as, as, a, well, as a primary business and then a side business. But that actually led me to... Uh, actually strangely enough led me to marketing and advertising and so basically for me i uh i've always been into computers and art right and so the original agency that i worked at was a friend of mine worked there he invited me to come hang out we, we went to school together we went to college together and basically he was trying to get me to work there with him is what happened i don't want to be too long-winded about this i didn't find that out till like six months later but I went in there, and this agency was wasn't using computers yet. This was years ago, by the way. Wow! Yeah, they weren't using computers. Stone Age, Stone Age, like you know, wick, cutlass, scissors, yet. paste. And I'm like, have you guys thought about using you know, computers <laughs> to be doing any of this? And so, anyways, I put their first workstations in, and then I was originally sort of their IT guy um, back before that was actually there wasn't even a name for that yet. And then, which goes to show how old I am. I wish you guys could see me on video because I really don't look my age. I, I swear. Is, am I going down a strike path right now? or is this something? No, you can say things okay. about yourself. Uh, okay, cool. Um, so you look very young as well, by the way. Um, I wish everyone could see you also. But so long story short, what happened is I ended up go- shifting from the IT guy to becoming an art director, which was really what my degree, my degree was related to. And then from there, I became creative director, won a bunch of awards. And then, you know, after about, I don't know, 12 years of doing that, I basically decided I didn't want to do it anymore. And I just stopped. I got a little payout because we got the agency acquired and I moved into internet marketing, which is where I I have been firmly affixed uh, ever since. And essentially, my first year in internet marketing, I brought a bunch of the principles from the ad. Yeah, you guys made things pretty. 
Oh, more more yeah, than no, that. No, you guys are responsible for helping to end the scary yellow highlighter yeah. circled in red sales letters dotted that lines. used to be the thing. Dotted red. Dotted so I appreciate red lines. that. Yeah, that was us that actually did that before us. I remember I had this conversation. I don't want to get too 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 many story tangents here, but I had this conversation with Dan Kennedy, who's somebody I've worked with a lot of times. Dan Kennedy of uh, Glazer Kennedy, and basically he uh, he had I had heard that he had said that ugly sells better. And I think I heard that Frank Kern, another internet marketer, oh, yeah. said that. And I don't believe that because we basically, in our first year, we smashed record after record after record with uh, with basically with launch, traditional kind of launch campaigns, online launch campaigns. And what happened is our stuff wasn't ugly. I can stand ugly. Some parts of it you make ugly so it st- stands out, so people see it. You don't want things getting buried. But, I mean, overall, when you make things feel legitimate and you make them feel good and you make the colors match and, you, you know, you use fonts that are balanced and harmonic you don't sell less that's nonsense <laughs> now dan's response to me was no i never said that but the thing is, is people in my audience tend to focus on stuff like their logo yeah. and they want to get the right fonts and, and that stuff doesn't actually generate money right so early on a logo or branding or that kind of thing doesn't have as much impact yeah. as later on down the road it really comes down to your messaging and that kind of stuff right. which is some of the stuff we will be talking about however we changed that and we and because we changed it and we organized how people were doing offers, and we streamlined the process of doing product launches and really systematized it more than anybody else ever has. I think what happened is I kind of became known as the guy who makes people millions of dollars repeatedly. It happened over and over and over, and people were throwing money at me, like, you know, by the truckload. So anyways, that's my that's sort of my story. And then through a client who threw a bunch of money at me, I won't say how much... Uh, I won't say the person's name, or should I? Should I say names, or no? Should I not say names? You probably shouldn't say names. Okay, so anyways, Adam Urbanski, who's actually a buddy of mine, uh, hopefully you'll listen to this or hear about it at some point, Adam. (laughs) But Adam originally was a client, and one thing about me is I'm sort of known as the most expensive sort. I'm the most expensive uh, solution. It's me and the team. We are really good at what we do, and I don't hide behind, well, I'm going to give you a special deal, and that kind of stuff, because I I find that if a person's going to take something serious... They're going to take it all the way serious. So Adam's a great example of somebody who came to me knowing that he had heard that we were really expensive, and <laughs> but that we were really good. And that's how I met you. He came to me and he was like, so how much you charge for this thing? I was like, I, I don't won't say the numbers, but it was a lot more than he had ever paid for something like that. And Adam doesn't pay up front. He's a great example of most, most people, they don't pay on the front side for things. They wait for it to get delivered. But in Adam's case, you know, I basically, I... I told him like if we're gonna work together, this is a this is a trust thing. So essentially, I got to work with Adam, who's awesome, and as part of that process, I met you. And so after paying an inexorbitant amount of money to work with us, and then making a bunch of money from working with us, um, you and I kind of continued our relationship, and uh, it's grown ever since then. So that means you could take over now and say what your background is and how you got to here. Okay, well, I guess mine is pretty much the exact opposite of yours. I don't have a degree in business or anything else, and I started my business kind of from, well, zero um, out of, okay, I don't know what else to do. (laughs) Started my business over the years. I've done everything from virtual assistant and website programming and and all of that um, to selling handmade jewelry at one point. So I've done a lot of different things. You sell jewelry? Yeah. Hmm. It was, it was a brief experiment with Etsy. How did it go? Um, it went well, but I discovered I like blogging better. So <laughs> I could see that. I could see that. Um, you know, I, I guess tried a lot of different things to figure out what would work for me. And in the process, made a lot of connections with other people like me. 
who were looking to build businesses and we weren't the Dan Kennedys of the world. We weren't the people who had, yeah. you know, $100,000 to throw at a launch. And so my experience has become helping people on the other end of the spectrum get started mm -hmm. with their business and figure out how do I grow it to whatever success is for me. Mm -hmm. um, so that's... Okay, so so I got to brag about myself my entire time, like how much I charge and how I get people to pay me ahead of time, and that's you know whatever. And I've worked with all these big names and all that, but you you don't like to brag about yourself, so I'm going to do it. Because I don't care will I get a Me Too strike for that. I don't feel like it's very Me Too ish. All right, so the thing that I'll say and why you actually probably want to listen to this podcast a lot more so for the things you'll hear from Michelle than from me even is because I've seen her take, I've seen you take uh, businesses that I would, if somebody asked me to bet on their success, I would, you'd have, the odds would have had to been like 50 million to one. You know, like I would have had to get like a 50 million payoff for every dollar I, I bet on the, on the person. And yet you have taken them from literal zero. See, I get to kind of cheat. I pick horses that are already about to win anyway. I'm just good at that. And then I next level them or I record break for them or whatever the thing is. And I mean, I, I've been doing that for years, and I do have a knack for it. But to me, and this leads into why we're why we're doing the podcast, really. To me, I think that uh, I want to help people like my sister and my mom and friends that I've had over the years who I realize are stuck in the, the cubicle cage. Yeah. You know that kind of thing. So, um, you, Michelle, have a great ability at synthesizing information and motivating people to maybe who would never normally succeed with any other coach or mentor, teacher, trainer, anything like that. They might get some of the pieces, but they wouldn't put them into action the way that you get them to. And uh, that's why I say, like one of the things we agreed on was this would be a no BS kind of a broadcast, which is where we're actually saying the real stuff versus, yeah, you'll make yeah. billions of dollars. It's like, yeah, just do this simple thing and it's so easy and, you know, that kind of nonsense. Well, and that's what really inspired us, I think, to start Planet Business was to have somewhere that we could share the reality of what it takes to build a business because so much of what's out there is, oh, just push this button, just follow this process, just buy this system and everything will be amazing and it doesn't work for 99% of people. Right. I mean, even great coaches consider a 10% success rate. 5%. Good, and it's not. 5%. It's not okay. Actually, 5%, uh, like that's a, that's was a conversation I had early on with a couple of clients. It was like, well, if we get 5% of people to actually buy this and take action, I'm like, we're selling a $2,000 program and you're hoping 5% of them will put mm -hmm. I thought that was absurd but then when I looked at the numbers of people who actually opened up their membership account went in yeah. watched videos you know filled out forms etc it was for most people it's more like 3 or 4% some people at 5% and they're really 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 and I'm talking really really good coaches and, and trainers out there or, or even tool providers they're able to get maybe up to 10%. So one out of 10 yeah. people to actually take action. And so that's a uniting well, force with me and you about, you know, be doing better than that. Yeah. And that's something that I'm sure we'll talk about in future episodes where the responsibility lies for that. Cause it's really on both sides. It's up to our clients to take action, but it's up to us to motivate them to do that and to present information in a way that can work if they do take action on it. It keeps them engaged. Right. But I think the other piece of it really, and you mentioned your mom and your sister, I don't believe anybody is a lost cause ever. I think if I can build a business that works, I know anybody can do it. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of hopeless in some yeah, ways. Yeah, and, and that's okay. And I think one of the problems is for people like me, there aren't a whole lot of places to go that you can get guidance from where you need it. Because when I started my business, I didn't need the, here's how to make six figures, go sell this for 10K. I could never have done that. And so, you know, the idea of 
finding a business model that works for wherever you're starting from and getting the help you need step-by-step along the way is really what I want to bring to people and show them the reality behind the scenes. And I think between the two of us, we've worked with such a variety of clients and projects that we have a perspective you can't really find anywhere else. No, you can't. And this is an important thing to understand what, in terms of what somebody's going to get out of it and what's in it for listening to this. So if if I had to pick the which one of us to listen to, like on a <laughs> podcast, you know, I can be highly entertaining sometimes. It's like Adam will probably like come bump me from behind like he likes to do sometimes for... for <laughs> For saying that thing that I said about him. But the point is, I'm kind of controversial and pushy and and not afraid to be sort of, you know, over the top and all that. So from a listening standpoint, that might be interesting. But like from a actual get your business off the ground, here's the stuff you need to know. I skipped all those steps and went straight to influencers and making millions of dollars. And that's not the... So I know a lot of stuff, like high level stuff, but like I wouldn't want to listen to me if I was just starting my business because, because uh, you know, I would well, have, need somebody like you in the mix actually. Yes and no though, because I did it the hard way. I mean, I took years to get my business up and running. And if I had known the reality behind how the big guys got started and how they go straight to yeah, I know all those and a stories. lot of that, yeah. my business would have been up and running so much faster. So I think that's why people need to hear both pieces of well, that, it of here's how to yeah. get there faster and here's how to do it in a way that feels good, yeah. that you can get on board with, that you don't feel like a sleazy used car salesman pitching whatever it is you have to offer because it's valuable and you shouldn't feel that way about your business. Yeah, so so that's a, that's a point that I, I think that people will get out of my participation is, is the fact that I do know all the behind the scenes stories of how almost everyone got started. So sometimes I'll hear somebody making an excuse about like, well, I'm not Dan Kennedy or I'm not Dean Graziosi or I'm not Frank Kern or I'm not Brendan Burchard, all, all people who I've worked with. And, and they have blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, uh, Dean was living in his car. Okay. And all he did was actually do some stuff. Right. Uh, Dan, Dan had was, uh, they came and repoed his car while he was doing a sales presentation. That's how bankrupt wow. he was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I could tell you stories about all of them. Mm. Uh, uh, Frank started as a, a vacuum cleaner salesman. I, I well, and, and that's the cool thing is when you realize these guys started out the same place that a lot of other people are at, it really is a decision. If you want a successful business, you decide and you go after it mm-hmm. no yeah. matter where you're at. Right. So what, what can people, uh, expect on this on this podcast that's one of the things we're supposed to cover what, what should we tell them they can expect uh sometimes controversial uh points of view that are not yeah, that'll be in you. lockstep well i think sometimes you say stuff like that too like it's like that's not how that actually works like everybody's well, okay. selling so that's the thing what, what you can actually expect is for us to be real with you because we've seen behind the scenes of so many businesses and We've worked on so many projects that we can tell you what's the real motivation, what's really working, what's really not working, and how to grow your business to whatever level of success you wanted. I think that's the key. Okay. So you mean, so how do we say that in a shorter way? Like, we we will, sh- without, without BS, we will help you um, learn what really works to grow a business really fast, especially using digital uh, yes. mechanisms. Digital right? marketing. Yeah, digital marketing. And, Yeah. How do you say that fast? We probably should have scripted that out beforehand. Yeah, we should have. So I'm gonna, I'm putting that on you. All right, go for it. <laughs> well, let's see. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm at a loss for words. We need Jeopardy music drum in the background. Drum I guess I would say whether you are just getting started and this is your first time venturing into the entrepreneurial space, or whether you're kind of seasoned and a veteran at this thing, you're gonna find things here on this podcast that help you succeed 
bigger and better and faster and get to the level of success you want. So easy to implement, simple methods that anyone, and we'll talk more about this later, but honestly, any gender, any race, any creed, any color, you can use what we share to build the business that you want. Mm -hmm. No matter what level you're at, that's an important thing too. And the whole idea is to give them uh, easy to implement, you know, simple methods, no matter where where they're at, that they can actually use. Versus we'll we'll talk and and tell stories and things like that because I think it's boring to just share tactics. But giving you something that you can walk away from every single episode with and go, hmm, that's interesting. Let me implement that. Oh, wow, that made a big difference. That's a key thing. And no BS or nonsense you know, in the mix. So yes. I think that that kind of explains it. So what are we there supposed we go. to, now we're supposed to tell them what to like That's share. It. Oh yes. Please subscribe, rate, review us, leave us a note. Let us know you listen to this and uh, let us know if there's somebody specific you would like to hear from. We'll be bringing guests on the show as well. And uh, asking the questions, he will, not me, that nobody else will ask. <laughs> um, yeah, but so... I don't, I don't time out people for me too violations. though, and you do do that. So there's a, there's a balance. There's a balance. Yes. Well, there we go. I actually, yeah, to like since this is the the zero episode launchy uh, episode, I actually would like to know what people you guys would like to hear us interview because yeah, between Michelle and I, we have access to pretty much everybody, pretty much everybody who's anybody in any space from any level, uh, whether it's uh, you know big time guru type people or authors or. Uh, you know, women entrepreneur gurus, um, you know, people who can teach people how to, you know, make a couple thousand dollars a month to people who can help, help, help people make six and seven figures and, you know, a lot of interesting people. So I actually, that's the thing that I would like to see in the comments is who do you guys actually want to see us interview? Because we'll, I'm going to say seven out of 10 times we'll actually get people. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. All right. That's it. Make sure you subscribe, leave us a rating and a review, and uh, we will see you back in episode one. Thanks for tuning in.